0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM.
1: Hello and assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to another sh- uh, show dear listeners, it's the Ask Your by Show At by FM, today you're joined by Myself, Mujib Rahman Who will be hosting you and uh, Your guest, Mr Anwar Qazi And we're both solicitors of Dotcom Solicitors Limited, so Today our topic, uh, Mr Anwar What is our topic today?
0: Well, wa assalam Assalamu alaikum, our listeners uh, Previously uh, we, we discussed about eviction and disrepair discussed about disrepair. So today I intend to talk about homelessness.
1: Okay. Yeah, this, so uh, today you intend to talk about homelessness. Now would you mind giving a brief definition in ordinary language, uh, not with any legislation or anything. What <laughs> do you uh, mean by the term homelessness?
0: I understand Mujib, yeah, before I go into uh, this topic, it's a complex area of law and very, uh, very extended. So yeah. what uh, I had in mind that we will have further discussions on uh, matters concerning homelessness, but today we will yeah. just give an overview okay just to give the rules, listeners yeah, a overview uh, rules and legislation okay about homelessness <coughs> and then <coughs> we will go in our future shows okay. we will go more specific uh, and and having said that actually i'll i'll strongly urge our listeners that if they have any housing issues or if they are faced with homelessness or threatened uh, with homelessness is first to contact their local authorities as soon as mm-hmm. possible. And then if, N- if they need. require further assistance, you know, they are in disputes with the local authorities, I uh, will very strongly advise them to uh, contact, contact the studi- yeah, contact housing the solicitors, you know. Mm-hmm. And even having said that, uh, I'll go a little bit further that if they have any Questions about any 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 topic in right. housing, uh, they can they can call Inspire FM live right now, or uh, they can leave a back. message their numbers, and we will revert their calls, oh. uh, return their calls, and try to uh, advise them uh, appropriately. So, oh. okay. yeah, and I uh, will go a little fine. bit so uh, further as housing uh, solicitors or has solicitors uh, is our. Uh, job and duty to uh, assist people and uh, as we're talking about housing so it's our job. If they have any legal uh, issues with the local authorities Mm -hmm. uh, they do need to uh, contact us and we'll try to resolve the issue.
1: Okay, so just a basic synopsis of what you've just said. Uh, so today you've chose a topic to speak about as uh, homelessness. And what you're going to do, you're just going to give a slight overview and go through some legislations and uh, regulations pertaining to homelessness. And you've also said that it's not going to be the only segment on homelessness because you're saying it's a very vast and extended topic and area of law. So it's going to require a couple of shows to cover everything and you will further discuss everything as well. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Kwasi, for that. And just to give a brief overview and a brief uh, summary of what we mean by homelessness is if somebody has not got a place to live in, uh, they've got no fixed abode and they're sofa surfing or they're out on the streets, anything like that, you're considered homelessness. Uh, You're considered homeless, and that falls under homelessness. And you also advise that, look, if any of you do fall victim to such a thing, then uh, please contact your local borough council. Uh, The council, obviously, that owes you a duty. Do not think every council owes you a duty. Just to put that out there, not every council owes us all a duty. It's just the borough that you live in. Uh, Get into contact with them. Inform them you're homeless. If they're not helping you, assisting you accordingly, uh, obviously you're going to expand on what we mean by that uh, as the show continues to get into contact with the studio leave a message or get into contact with any housing solicitor and they'll revert back to you and you said you're as uh we're happy to help them Right,
0: absolutely right. Yeah. Having said that, this word "home," the word "homelessness." Uh, although I really have in mind to explain this in a in future in our future show, as I said, uh, we will go more into that. Talk more specifically. Yeah. There are occasions where you you can't have a roof over your head, but still you will uh, yeah. be, be deemed as a homeless person in mm, yeah. in law actually, and. Uh, Uh, going further, this overview provides a summary of the homelessness uh, legislation, the duties, uh, powers, the obligations on housing authorities and others towards people who are homeless Mm -hmm.
1: or or at risk of homelessness. Okay. So, Mr. Qazi, you're saying that we're going to talk about legislations pertaining to homelessness. What is the primary legislation that one should look at or what is the primary legislation that can be found
0: yeah that's right the homeless the the homelessness legislation or the or the primary legislation homelessness legislation can be found in part seven. Mm-hmm. of the Housing Act 1996, actually. Part oh. 7 of this particular act uh, deals mainly with with uh,
1: homelessness. And uh, What does the provision actually, in summary, imply?
0: This particular act uh, or this part of the act provides statutory duties, mm-hmm. legal duties to prevent homelessness and also to provide assistance to, to people threatened with or actually you know, homeless. And when I say you know, provide statutory duties to prevent homelessness or provide assistance, we're referring to Section 175
1: of the Housing Act 1996. Okay. Have there been any further amendments to this or have there been any expansions upon this? <laughs>
0: that's fine, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. The government has been working together with uh, the local authorities to introduce uh, the government's work to introduce more legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2002, the government brought further amended legislations, mm-hmm. which uh, through the Homelessness Act 2002, and then we had the the Homelessness Priority Need for Accommodation England. England Order 2002, and the purpose of these new legislations mm-hmm. was to ensure a more wider approach to tackle terrorism, to tackle and prevent homelessness. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, in particular, by requiring a homelessness strategy for every housing authority. Okay. And then by regulating the assistance available to people who are homeless or threatened with homelessness by extending the priority need categories to homeless 16 and 17 years old. Uh, and also uh, brought further protection for care leavers aged 18, and 19 and 20 Or people who are vulnerable as a result of time spent in care. And also they have brought further sections to assist um, people in armed forces, Mm -hmm. people in prison, people in custody and people who are vulnerable because they have fled their home because of violence. Right. It can be domestic violence or any 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 kind of violence. Exactly. Right. Mm.
1: So... Thank you Anwar. Just to sum up what you've just said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong and feel free to add on. You basically said that uh, the government for, uh legislation legislation uh, through the Homelessness Act uh, 2002 and the Homelessness uh, Priority Need for Accommodation Order in 2002 also. And this is to ensure a wider approach in tackling and preventing homelessness as it was on an increase at that point those who know. Uh, In particular by requiring a homelessness strategy for every housing authority or borough or district as you want to, however way you wish to portray it. And it came around to regulate the assistance and uh, to be available to people who are homeless or threatened with being homeless uh, by extending the priority uh, need categories to homelessness uh, for 16 year olds 17 year olds, care leavers, that at the age of 18 19 and 20 uh by care leavers just for the record we mean people or young young people that have been taken away from the particular family home due to whatever reason put into a situation of care it could be supported accommodation semi-independent or it could be a foster care home uh we're not going to endeavor too much onto that and for those who have spent time in the armed forces prisons um people who are vulnerable because of domestic violence or Uh, Any kind of violence for that Uh, It could be gang related violence Different kinds of violences It's all covered within that Bracket of violence Absolutely
0: right Absolutely Providing much uh, Placing more uh, duties And obligations on For On councils For uh, People
1: that we mentioned To provide a duty of care Yes Exactly Uh, Hmm. But a lot of uh, The listeners Have probably read up About homelessness Because as we know As lawyers, It was It was it was uh, enacted again, the Homelessness Act of uh, 2017. Uh, I'm just going, trying to go in chronological order, going upwards. So, would you like to say anything about the Homelessness well, Act uh, 2017? Well,
0: before even I go actually, most of the clients that we met in the past, mm-hmm. they always mix, mix uh, two areas of law. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have housing uh, laws and then we have benefit issues. And those benefit issues mostly come under welfare.
1: Welfare benefit. Welfare
0: right. benefit. They're a separate area of law. Most housing solicitors do deal with welfare benefit issues. And I'll give you an example. Most people come to say, I'm having housing problem, and when you... Uh, when you talk, when you take um, instructions from them, you find out that yeah. they are having some kind of housing problem or housing yeah. benefit problem or council tax uh, issues issues and things like that. So there there's separate area of of, of law. Mm-hmm. Coming to your question, yes, the home the, in 2017, another act came into force is is the Homeless Reduction Act 2017. Mm-hmm. And this Act significantly reform England's homelessness legislation by placing duties on local authorities right. to intervene at much earlier stage, uh, stages to prevent homelessness in their areas. Right. In, adi- in addition to that, it also requires housing authorities to provide homelessness services to all those affected, not just those. Who have priority need and uh, what type of people th- th- does this include yeah uh, these these include an enhanced prevention duty extending the period a household is threatened with homelessness from twenty eight days to fifty six days right before if you are faced with <coughs> uh, with homelessness uh, so uh, councils would have intervened if they come to a conclusion that you are going to be homeless within 28 days. So this uh, particular legislation extends that period to uh, 56 days. And also in this um, piece of legislation, we have a new duty for those who are already homeless so that housing authorities will support households for 56 days to relieve their homelessness by helping them to secure a suitable accommodation
1: right okay uh thank you for touching upon the homelessness reduction act uh 2017 and all so in a nutshell you basically said uh the act was enacted uh to reduce and reform england's ho- homelessness legislation by placing duties well further duties shall i say on local authorities to intervene at a much earlier stage And they've given a time bracket of 28 to 56 days, uh, and to come in. And what this, in simple terms, you're trying to say, what this means, is that housing authorities are required to work with people uh, to prevent homelessness at an earlier stage, and it imposes a new duty upon them to uh, ensure that those that are already homeless, uh, the authorities support them for a period of 56 days, help them secure a further accommodation in order for them not to be homeless at all is
0: that correct that's right yeah so if you, if you look at it technically if you look into this legislation the legislation is placing more obligations mm-hmm. more duties or giving more instructions to councils or to local authorities to intervene mm-hmm. at much earlier stage so that those people who uh, faced with homelessness okay. or threatened with homelessness a s- suitable accommodation
1: thank you mr cozy uh, i mean you did mention there uh, about the c- coming up with reviews and strategies i uh, understand uh, briefly what you mean i'm sh- sure we all know uh the with every act and with every piece of r- r- uh, legislation, there's always reviews and strategies as to why they've come around or what they intend to do with them or how they expect them to review things or reform uh, the situation at hand. Now, what was the review and strategy for this, Mr. Qazi?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. thank you for the question, uh, Mr. Majib. Yeah, yeah before even I answer your, your question, you see, in these shows, I really have intention to have more shows on homelessness i really want to go more specific about mm-hmm. homelessness uh, this today's show is just an overview a general uh you know idea mm-hmm. uh, about homelessness legislations and all those new legislations that came into into force and uh, the homelessness act 2002 mm-hmm. all housing authorities must have in place a homelessness strategy based on a review of all forms of homelessness in the district. Uh, the strategy must be renewed at least every five years and then the Social service Services Authority must provide reasonable yeah, assistance, right. And then I'll go a little bit further. The, stat- the strategy must set out the authorities' plan, an overall plan or, or plan for the prevention of homelessness and for securing that sufficient accommodation and support or, or will be available for people who become homeless or who are at risk of becoming. So okay. basically, in, well, in simple terms. In, in, in other words, councils needs to build more houses, and yeah. also, you know, having more, uh, <coughs> you know, suitable rules and regulations uh, to make sure that people who are threatened, who are homeless, or threatened with homelessness, are provided uh, suitable accommodations.
1: Okay, thank you, Mr. Kazi. So basically, just to wrap uh, your answer up. You basically said. Housing authorities and local authorities have to come up with some kind of strategy and take relevant action, uh, work with the social services authority, uh, expand what they need to do uh, in order to prevent uh, homelessness in their district or the local area or the borough, and to secure a sufficient accommodation for those who are at risk of being homelessness, uh, homeless or those who have fallen into being homeless. Uh, now, you, you suggested that I mean, a lot of the local people in Luton probably are aware by driving around in certain parts of Luton that Luton Borough Council have put up a lot of new accommodations, built a few new block of flats, etc, etc. And again, uh, I'm talking about a first-hand experience. I know somebody that was homeless that got situated in one of them flats. You're saying that's one mm-hmm. of the strategies that local boroughs have introduced uh, in order to prevent homelessness in their borough. I'm just saying that this strategy needs to be looked over and renewed and enhanced in every five years. Is that correct? Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Having said that, we keep uh, repeating ourselves. The government brought new legislation. Our listeners uh, should really understand this. it's about separation of power. Mm-hmm. the government introduces uh, legislations and then the parliament uh, yes. scrutinizes their process the parliament passes legislation and then the judges judges duties uh, to interpret or the court's duty to interpret the law yes and it doesn't mean that the government just make legislation and hand it over to the councils so there are um, the special yeah, procedures procedure procedure for these legislation and then within these legislation or acts then some powers are given to local authorities to to introduce their own rules certain and regu- certain, yeah, reg- rules and regulations right. so we should really
1: bear that in mind yes, and yes whatever you
0: repeated uh, yeah that was the
1: thank case. you, Mr. Qazi. Those for you, those of you who just tuned in. assalamu alaikum once uh, again, and uh, welcome to the Ask Your Lawyer Show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, uh, Mujib Rahman of dotcom Solicitors, and today I have my guest uh, who's talking about the topic of homelessness. And my guest is Mr. Anwar Qazi also of dotcom Solicitors Limited. Uh, so, Mr. Qazi, uh, I re- mentioned a term, duty. Now, according to the Homelessness Act or certain legislation, what did the what does the duty refer refer to? Yeah, that's
0: right. If uh, before I answer this question, I really want to talk about another topic. It's quite general. It's about solicitors. You see, and the reason I said I just want to repeat myself to solicitors that if you have any housing issues, if you require any legal assistance in relation to your housing matter, uh, do contact the solicitors. Do contact contact us or contact Inspire FM. It's our job. Uh, to To assist you and also mm. to act in your best interest, not just assist you assist yourself and your family uh, members and We are under you know strict uh, code of conduct Inducting. by a regulatory body by uh, celestster's uh, regulation authority, and there are new Code of conduct are coming into force uh, from the twenty fifth of November, placing much more, more, more obligations on us that uh, we that we maintain that trust the public uh, places places on us. Duty about duty to refer the Homelessness Reduction Act two thousand and seventeen, quite recent. Not that. Mm-hmm. Uh, long introduce a duty on, on certain public authorities to refer service users who they think may be homeless or threatened with homeless to a housing authority. Mm-hmm. The service user must give consent. The word consent, we will talk about it at our uh, later shows, it does have a meaning here and can choose which authority to be referred to. The housing authority should incorporate the duty to refer into into their homelessness strategy and establish effective partnerships and working arrangements with agencies to appropriate referrals. Uh, we will talk about this particular duty to refer uh, topic much more specific, it's a little bit more important than uh, about okay. referring we have to service users
1: expand this topic yeah okay which we will do so um, thank you mr quasi so you said uh the homelessness uh reduction act uh introduced duties on certain public authorities to refer the service users who they think are homeless to or threatened with homelessness to a housing authority now by housing authority it could be your local council it could be an agent working on behalf of the local council like for example sanctuary homes uh, auction housing etc etc uh, the housing authority should incorporate a duty to refer into the homelessness strategy and they should establish effective partnerships with certain uh housing providers like i named a couple uh to maintain that individuals in the borough are housed and accommodated appropriately or in their district. Is that correct in yeah, saying that's that? That's right. That's right, Mr. Okay, so from that, now I'm thinking, Do is there a duty upon anyone or upon the housing authority uh, to provide an advisory service? However, before you answer that question, Mr. Kazi, we've literally got... Two minutes till break. So I don't want to start a new topic and then cut <laughs> yeah. you off and then get you to start again. Uh, so uh, do you want to just do a little sum up from where we've uh, where we've up, started? Yeah, as I said before, you know the primary uh,
0: legislation uh, f- homelessness legislation can be found in uh, Part Seven of the Housing Act 1996, and uh, the Act provides statutory duties. Mm-hmm. And an obligation to prevent homelessness and to provide assistance to people threatened or actually homeless or actually those people who are homeless. And then I said there was, um, I just said earlier on, in 2002, the government brought further amended legislation, the Homelessness Act 2002, and then the Homelessness uh, Priority Need for Accommodation, England Order 2002, to ensure more wider approach. Um, to tackle uh, to tackling terrorism, uh, to tackle homelessness, I'm sorry for that, and then re- uh, regulating the assistance available to people who are homeless or threatened with homelessness mm-hmm. by extending the priority need right. categories to different other people, and then we have uh, the Homelessness Reduction Act 2017 significantly reform England's. Homelessness legislation by placing more duties on local authorities to prevent
1: homelessness. So that's just a brief synopsis of what has literally happened. Uh, So inshallah, dear listeners, uh, we're going to break, we're going to go off for a break and we shall be back with you shortly. And stay tuned and there's more coming to the show. We've got uh, another load of information that Mr. Colsey wants to share with you. So, salamu Alaikum, enjoy the break.
0: You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular
1: programmes from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back the listeners, welcome back to the Ask Your Lair show on Inspire FM uh, at 105.1 FM. Uh, I'm your host Mr. Mujib Rahman of Dotcom Solicitors and I'm joined uh, by my guest today Mr. Anwar Qazi also of Dotcom Solicitors Limited and our topic today is of homelessness. For those of you that have just tuned in, uh, just a quick recap. Uh, We spoke about what homelessness is, but we gave you a simple definition that homelessness uh, or person that's homeless basically means those without a fixed abode. Uh, The person doesn't literally need to be on the streets, but In just to simplify things, somebody who's on the streets or is sofa surfing or has just somebody with no fixed abode, in simple terms. Uh, We said that where is the primary legislation for homelessness found? Uh, Mr. Kazi explained that that's going to be the part seven of the Housing Act 1996. Uh, The act provides statutory duties to prevent homelessness and provides assistance to people that are threatened with homelessness. section 1.7 of the same act uh, also provides the same in 2002 the government uh, brought further and amended legislations uh, th- through the housing act 2002 and the homelessness uh, priority and accommodation prevention order 2002 and ensure that a more which was there just to ensure that a more wider approach Uh, Is used to tackle and prevent homelessness in particular by requiring uh, homelessness strategies for every housing authority or local district or borough and it's there to regulate and assist people who are homeless and threatened with homelessness and it's been extended. Uh, to give uh, priority needs to more categories such as people that are 17, 16, 17 years old, those that are care leavers between the ages of 18 and 20, people who are vulnerable uh, as a result of being of time that they've spent in care, uh, people that have just left the armed forces, people that have just come out of prison or custody, and people who are just generally vulnerable because they've been uh, involved in any kind of violence. It could be domestic violence any other kind of violence as well and we also spoke about the homeless reduction act 2017 and we just said this uh brought significant reforms into england's homelessness regulations by placing duties on local authorities to come up with strategies and uh reviews in how they're going to tackle s- the issue of homelessness and we spoke about the homelessness reviews and strategies and uh mr qazi mentioned that uh in accordance with the Homelessness Act uh, 2002 that the local authorities and boroughs are now obliged to come up with strategies and work in partnerships with different boroughs and author- uh, different authorities or hand housing associations in order to prevent homelessness and make sure that those individuals that are owed a duty by the local borough or the particular borough are housed in a suited and, accommod- uh, suited and uh, adequate accommodation for their needs. And we spoke about duty and what duty, what do we mean by duty? And uh, uh, Mr. Qazi also mentioned that this is provided in the Homelessness uh, Reduction Act uh, 2017, and it introduces a duty on public authorities to work with relevant people and authorities and uh, the social services authority to ensure that everybody in the borough is housed adequately and the homelessness. Uh, is reduced within any given borough now uh, we also said that we spoke about providing a device just before the break and I asked you is there duty on anyone to provide a because I know as a solicitor we are we are under duty of care towards those that come to us for consultation or our clients to provide them. S- An advisory service or consultation, as we call it in our profession, whereby we go over the current situation and explain things to them in a legal term uh, from a point of law of how things should be conducted or what should be done. Now, is there any duty to provide advisory service apart from that?
0: Yeah, that's right. We, as solicitors, we act on uh, instructions from uh, our client and upon. Uh, obtaining instructions, we all certain duties yes. to act in their best interest, and also uh, to to achieve the outcome they uh, desire. For, uh, desire they have instructed us. Uh, uh, having said that, um, the housing authorities has a duty to provide advice and information about homelessness and the prevention of homelessness and the rights of and also the rights of homeless people or those at risk of homelessness, as well as the help that's available for from housing authorities mm-hmm. and others, and how to access those uh, that, that help. The, the service should be designed with certain listed vulnerable groups in mind and authorities can provide it themselves or arrange it. For other agencies to do it on on their behalf, yes, there is a legal duty on uh, local authorities uh, to provide advisory services okay. to all people who approach them for assistance and uh, Help. this duty is goes on to on, uh, on to people who you know who are who, who are even found intentionally homeless. So that advisory duty is uh, uh, mentioned in the Act, uh, you know, to
1: assist people, who approach them. Okay, Mr. Kazi. Thank you. You just mentioned a term there, intentionally homeless. Now, I I know we're not meant to cover this right now, but because you've mentioned it, I don't want the listeners to think, okay, what do they mean by intentionally homeless? Somebody will be homeless intentionally. Uh, Can you just... Give us little one line sentence or whatever you want in what you mean by
0: intentionally homeless. Yeah, there, there are so many cases on this matter intentionally homeless, where uh, or where a- applicants have deliberately or, or, recklessly. Or, or recklessly done something. And an example I'll give you by not for paying example, rent. Yeah, a renter is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Okay, thank you. This <laughs> just that I wanted the listeners to be. On the same track as you, so there is a duty by the housing authorities and local authorities to provide a duty towards those that are homeless and those that are living under their duty. uh, That advice is available whether it's internally within the authority itself or provide an external provider who will provide them this. Uh, information as in I'm just talking about from my experience our work where we work we deal with Haringey Council a lot and Haringey Council have many offshoots such as Homes for Haringey that provide advice they've got the local Haringey Citizens and Advice bureaus a lot of my clients come in and they say yeah the council told us to go there first then we got redirected towards you etc so just to give you a synopsis that That advice service can be provided as long as they point you to the right direction and they've got some kind of sub, uh, sub subshoot or sub office or sub department that's dealing with such things. Now, I know we've spoke briefly a lot about homelessness and uh, well, not a lot, but we've briefly covered this, what it means, what the duty is referred to, who owes who a duty, how does it work you've also mentioned intentionally homeless we covered what we mean by intentionally homeless somebody by their own recklessness or by naivety i'll just want to frame it in a nice way uh has become homeless because i.e they couldn't afford to pay their rent they couldn't they didn't pay their rent they fell into rent arrears which resulted in them evict- uh, being evicted from the property that they were in uh now mr Cosy Are there any applications and inquiries that one should make once they've been made homeless?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, councils do provide advisory services, whereas we uh, solicitors, we provide legal services, you know, to all those applicants. Uh, So uh, uh, as soon as an application for homelessness is made to a... Uh, local authority, then housing authorities must give proper consideration to all applications for housing
1: assistance. Okay, just to stop you there, Mr. Cosi, you said the homelessness application, yeah? That's right. Now, those that are in the way, okay? I know it's a very brief and simple question which requires a two-word answer probably how and where do they find this application?
0: Uh, That's right. right. So the first, uh, my uh, advice would be to people who are threatened with homelessness to approach the council first. That's the most important thing. Applications can be made online, applications can be made at the council offices. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, There are different ways that uh, people can uh, can, uh, uh, make applications for homelessness. Uh, uh, we will discuss about this uh, We I think we don't need to discuss that much about making an application so there No, I'm are,
1: just saying, where is yeah, this application found? Exactly, found some online? councils,
0: some authorities have applications online where you can go and make an application there or alternatively you can approach the council and make the application just there and then Retrieve there. it Actually, from the help desk Sometimes it's not a written, it's not a designed application they can go and uh, book an appointment and see a, a, a housing officer who can uh, you know assist them with that application right basically the housing officers will take all the information from you and then mm, uh, the inquiries will start from there
1: okay thank you uh
0: carry on sorry uh, so so i said as i said before housing authorities must give uh, proper consideration to all applications for housing assistance uh and if they have uh, reason to believe that an applicant may be homeless or threatened with homelessness. Mm-hmm. And there's a the, the, the word reason to believe. That requires much more consideration that we will discuss in our future show. Mm-hmm. Believe that the applicant may be homeless or threatened with homelessness, they must make inquiries mm-hmm. to see whether they owe them any duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, under part seven of the... 1996 Act, that's Homelessness Act 1996. The assessment process is important in enabling housing authorities to identify the assistance which an applicant may need either to prevent them from becoming homeless or to help them to find um, another home. In each case, the authority will need first uh, to decide whether the applicant is eligible for assistance and threatened with or actually homeless. Mm-hmm. That's the most important right. uh, element uh, or elements of an application. Certain applicants who are persons from um, abroad, for example, or uh, uh, let's say people with restrictions on their immigration status mm-hmm. are not eligible for any assistance under part seven except free advice. You know, let's not deter these people if they're faced with uh, homelessness or, mm-hmm. or or they're threatened with homelessness, even if they have restriction on their you know, on, on recourses to public funds, they can still seek free advice and information about homelessness and the prevention of homelessness from the local authorities.
1: Okay, so you said obviously the homelessness application you spoke about it could be done in various ways some authorities have them online sometimes you could just walk in and they'll give you an application form at the inquiries there sometimes you have to arrange your appointment to go in and make this application so the housing authorities and the local authorities are uh under an obligation to give a proper consideration to all applications that they receive and uh if they have a reason to believe the applicant is homeless or threatened with homelessness. Uh, they have to make inquiries to see whether they owe them a duty under part seven of the 1996 Act. Uh, the assessment process is important in, uh, in enabling housing author- authorities to identify whether they could assist somebody or not. And sometimes people are affected due to their uh immigration status or what have you they might have immigration issues or whatever however these people are still uh, entitled to free advice and information pertaining homelessness and how to prevent homelessness Uh, just to give a brief of that Uh, so okay Mr Anwar so that being said uh, what if a person is threatened with homelessness yeah, or is likely yeah, to be yeah. homeless? You ask, earlier what is
0: homeless? What is homelessness? Or, or when a person becomes homeless? Uh, broadly speaking, a person is mm. threatened with homelessness if they're likely to become homeless within fifty-six days. Right. For example, an applicant who has been uh, served with uh, a valid notice under Section Twenty-One of the Housing Act, nineteen ninety-eight to end their short short hold tenancy is also threatened with homelessness if the notice has expired or will expire uh, within 56 days and is served in respect of the only accommodation that is available for them to occupy
1: so if somebody is evicted with the section 21 notice uh, they're considered Uh, homeless uh, if the notice expi- has expired or is going to expire within 56 days right
0: uh, that's right yeah we discussed about section 21 notice if you are serve with a section 21 generally section 21 notice uh, give tenants 21 days yeah. sorry it's um, uh, 2 months uh, 60 uh, days yeah that's right so yeah. so so as soon as i will advise our uh, listeners that if you are serve with a section 21 notice uh, the best uh, option is to approach the council as soon as receiving that notice.
1: Okay. Thank you, Mr. Arnold. Will the council or the housing authorities set up assessments or any personalised housing plans for the individuals or the families? Will they do anything like that?
0: Yeah, that's right. Before even I go that, actually, I uh, forget another point. An applicant is to be considered homeless if they do not have accommodation that they have a legal right to occupy. This is Mm -hmm. defined in the law, which is accessible Mm -hmm. and physically available to them and their household or their family members, and which it would be reasonable for them to continue to live in. In regards to assessment in personalised housing plans, housing authorities have a duty to carry out an assessment in all cases mm-hmm. where an eligible applicant is homeless or threatened with homelessness. This process will identify what has caused the homelessness or the threat of homelessness, the housing needs of the applicant, any support they need in order to be able to secure and retain the current accommodations that they are occupying and then following this assessment the housing authority must work with that person to develop a personalized housing plan which will include actions or reasonable steps to be taken by the local authority and by the by, and by the applicants themselves to try and prevent
1: And relieve them. And relieve homelessness. (laughs) Okay, so assessments and personalized housing plans will be set up by the housing authorities and the local authorities. Uh, They'll make relevant inquiries uh, for eligible applicants uh, who are homeless. Again, you mentioned just before you answered my question that the person that will be considered homeless is somebody that hasn't got accommodation or doesn't have a legal right to occupy any accommodation. So they'll uh, sum up the person's housing needs and they'll provide any support in order for them to secure or retain their accommodation. And following the assessment, the housing authorities will work with the person to develop a personalized development plan uh, for housing, which will include reasonable actions and reasonable steps uh, to be undertaken by the local authority themselves and and the applicant. Uh, collectively in order to try and prevent or relieve the person from or the family from homelessness okay now a lot of our listeners have probably heard this that oh this is a common question within the common people our council is saying we do not owe your duty mm-hmm. so when will the prevention of duty apply or how will it happen yeah, that's right. Before I answer your question actually, you know we're talking
0: all about these topics, yeah, you know, these, these new new acts and, and the duties and, and the assessments and right. pre- you can really see that the government is working uh, you know, by placing more duties and obligations on local authorities uh, mm-hmm. to prevent homelessness or for people who are homeless or threatened uh, with homelessness. Prevention duty Housing authorities have a duty to take reasonable steps to help prevent any eligible person, regardless of priority, need, status, or intentionally homeless, or whether they have a local connection who is threatened with homelessness from becoming homeless. You see, there are some words, intentionally, local connection. We will have further discussion on these these, uh, these. Uh, uh, these words actually. Uh, This means that either helping them to stay in their current accommodation or helping them to find a new place to live before they actually become homeless. This prevention duty continues for 56 days unless it's brought to an end by an event such as accommodation being secured for that person or or by their becoming homeless.
1: Right, okay. So just in simple terms, the housing authorities or your local authorities of the of an individual applicant have a duty to take reasonable steps to help and prevent any eligible person that they owe a duty to who is threatened with homelessness or is threatened by of becoming homeless. This means either by help uh, helping them to stay in their current accommodation or helping them find a new a uh, place to live before they actually become homeless and you're saying the prevention duty continues for 56 days unless it is brought by an uh, brought to an end by such an event such as another accommodation was secured by the applicant or the individual or the family or they actually became homeless,
0: and that's right. You see, you can really see this Housing Reduction Act 2017, uh, you know, extending the days from 28 days to mm-hmm. to 56 days. The, the purpose is is uh, for the councils to get involved at much earlier uh, stage uh, to to prevent homelessness or or to make sure that 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 uh, people have a suitable accommodation either. At their present accommodation or another suitable accommodation before they actually become homeless.
1: Right. Okay, Mr. Kazi, we've literally got five minutes left, so uh, I don't want to go into further topics now (coughs) because then we're not going to end. So if you could take us straight to the beginning of where we started and in five minutes I just for five minutes I just want you to wrap everything up for me I
0: really wanted to talk more but unfortunately we are running out of time so if you could just give us so my my simple uh, advice would be to our listeners that if you have any housing if you're homeless or you're threatened with homelessness to approach the local authority your local authorities uh, as soon as Mm -hmm. uh, possible the main legislation uh, dealing with homelessness is the Part 7 of the Housing Act 1996. Right. Uh, the Act provides statutory or, or, or legal duties mm-hmm. uh, on councils, on local authorities to prevent homelessness and provide to provide assistance to people threatened with homelessness mm-hmm. or, or actually... Uh, homeless in 2002 the government brought further amended legislation the homelessness act 2002 and then we have the homelessness priority need for accommodation england order 2002 to ensure a much Mm -hmm. wider approach to tackling and preventing homelessness and also to regulate assistance available to people who are homeless or threatened uh, with homelessness uh, and then we have uh, we have further leg- we have further legislation the homelessness reduction act 2017 this particular act significantly reformed uh, england's uh, homelessness legislation by placing duties legal duties on authorities to intervene at much earlier stage to prevent uh, homelessness or uh, or, or to those people who are homeless or threatened with homelessness. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, a new duty for those who are already homeless so that housing authority will support house households for f- 56 days to relieve their homelessness by helping them to secure a suitable mm-hmm. uh, accommodation. Then uh, we we went on about duty to refer the, the Homelessness Reduction Act 2017 introduced a duty on certain public authorities to refer service users who they think may be homeless or threatened uh, with homelessness to a housing authority and the service user must give consent and can even choose which authorities to be referred to. And further to that we say all local authorities do have these advisory services. Uh, s- based on this piece of legislation must has this. a duty to provide advice and information about homelessness right. and the prevention of homelessness, the rights of homeless people or those who are at risk of hom- homeless as well as the help that's available from housing authorities and how to access that help
1: Okay Mr. Kazi uh, thank you for giving us uh, Brief summary Of what we went through today Uh, Dear listeners Thank you for Tuning in today And listening to uh, The show Inshallah Me and Mr. Kazi Will be back On the last Monday Of November And uh, We will continue with this And we'll uh, Finish this segment off but as Mr. Qazi had explained earlier, that this isn't going to be your final se- segment. And on that note, thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Mr. Mujib Rahman. And uh, my guest today was Mr. Anu Qazi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at
0: inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.